Yes, rambling with purpose. How are you? Hey, humans. How are you doing? I'm Daisy. That's Kathy. Hey, I'm Kath. <laughs> I'll say my name. I like introducing. I'm you. just kidding. You can say my name I like whenever your you name. want. I'm gonna say it all the time. How are we doing? Are we jazzed <laughs> up? Are we happy to be alive? Are we not happy to be alive? How are we feeling? Because either way, Somewhere it's okay. In the middle, probably. That's where I'm am. Yeah, I'm in the middle. <laughs> Guys, welcome to our second Face Your Fears episode. Face your fears. What fears we facing, baby? So, dive right in. Last weekend, I faced a really big fear, and I think I mentioned this at the end of last episode. You did? I think you had me plug myself. Which I did plug you. We love that hype. Always got to you. plug your friends. Thank you. Um, Shout out Hurley Music. <laughs> Shout out all the homies. Um, so I, I vended at my first event, which like my parents were like, I don't understand what that means. And what do you vend? I, well, I vend my crafts. So this was all macrames and that was really exciting. So if you don't know what vending is, like my parents didn't know, it's selling something that you do or make or whatever. Selling something somewhere to some humans. Yeah. It's like having a little booth at like a like little fair thing. Yeah, a little merch booth. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. It's like it's like my own merch. So I did it at Stellwagen Brewery where my brother's a taproom manager. So he was able to put together this this event. There was a couple other vendors, which like it was so incredible to meet other people. What's doing the brewery? This. Uh Stellwagen Brewery. Shout out. And um it was great. So it was like an all-day fest that they kind of had. They had music. Good Trees River Band was playing. Shout out my babes. And um, it was just such a successful event. Like, I'm very, very proud of my brother for putting this together. Like, he stepped into this role as tapper manager semi-recently, and he is crushing it. It is so cool to see him, like, thriving, putting together these events. He's just, like, flowing from here to there to the other place. Just like, yeah, like, everything's going good. Like, the music's going, vendors going, beer's flowing. Like, it was really cool to see. Like, he was he was glowing. <laughs> it was awesome. Um, I went as a super supportive best friend yes. slash podcast co-creator. <laughs> and I took a picture of her, so we'll post it because it's oh. really cute. Yes. And I was so proud. Everything looked so good. And she did the damn thing. She made this a New Year's resolution. And whoever follows those, Daisy did. Yeah, I can. I was about to be like, not me, but I can't say that anymore. You did it. <laughs> I did the thing. And honestly, was it even that scary? It wasn't that scary. I mean, there was there was anxieties throughout the day. Like, I, I had to keep checking in with myself for sure to make sure I was like, keeping myself centered and like doing my thing, but not taking it too seriously, being gentle, you know, all the things we tell our little humans in the mic. So I, I, I definitely implemented a lot of the things we talk about here to kind of guide myself through the energy and like keep it positive and keep it pleasant and not let it become like a stressful thing. So and joyful. I felt so, so, so supported. Like so many homies came out because, you know, like our friends band was playing Gavin and his and his bestie, my good friend, Minet, were vending their their brand. Everything merch. slaps. Everything, everything slaps co. Uh, so that was really cool. Like, so there was a lot of like people that knew, that we knew that were coming out and a lot of people like like were buying things and checking it out and grabbing these little handmade business cards that I made. It was it was really cool. And it was really cool to see strangers checking it out and like like asking about it or like some older women were like, oh, yeah, I used to do this thing back in the 70s. OK, yeah, yeah. And it was really cute, though, like to see people resonating with it. It. my one thing that I was getting a little down on myself about which 
all these people I'm saying who were there to support me were very much so like, cut it out, stop doing this, don't hone in on that, was that I didn't get any purchases from strangers. So anyone that bought something were people I knew. And like, I don't want that statement to undermine how supported and valued and like awesome that was for me. But I really was hoping like one stranger would have like, pulled the trigger and like got something because that would feel really cool. Cause not that I think that my friends are supporting me just like to make me feel better. Cause like, I mean, I think I got some fly shit that I'm making. She does have fly shit. Um, Check it out. Mimsy's (laughs) making. So, so, you know, but I think it just would have been cool to be like, wow, like a person who doesn't even know me wants to buy my stuff. So that's my next goal. Yeah. Because that's what I was about to say. You know, this was like your first vending opportunity. You know, you got to like ease into it and work up to it. And maybe even also having like little small things. I mean, like you had the little like um, crystal holders. Mm -hmm. Those are super cute. Um, But yeah, it's just super important that like your friends did support you. And like all of those people were there for you. And, you know, the next one, you're just going to keep on going. And those people who you saw, I'm sure Mike will have another opportunity in the future that you can vend there. And, you know, maybe somebody comes back and sees you and, and, you know, makes that connection. Totally. And that's like, I, I think it was, it was a very long day. Like I was doing it for like seven hours or something. So it gave me a lot of time to like get in my head and then get it out of my head and then go enjoy the music and then, you know, sell something to a homie and then, you know, chat with a stranger, but not so like, it was definitely ebbing and flowing through my own mental state throughout the day. And that's, you know, that's part of my ego getting in the way. That's part of my insecurities getting in the way and whatever else. But like, all of that is, is all of me, you know what I mean? So it was, it was, I'm proud of myself for feeling all those things, but also like working past them and not letting them stay and, and marinate. uh, Exactly. Yeah. And so it was really nice to put it out there and meet this goal. So, so I, I had a lot of like full size plant hangers and a couple different colors. I had some mini wall hangings, some like bigger wall hangings, some combo like plant hanger wall hangings, which were really fun. People were really into these mini plant hangers that you were mentioning that I put crystals in. So I have like a big crystal collection. I definitely went through a big phase and now I don't know what to do with some of them. So I was <laughs> like, well, I can pass that on. Cause I don't like having the crystals in my house and not having them valued because my brain still is like crystals can feel that I'm avoiding them or (laughs) neglecting them. So I need to take them out and let someone else love them. And a lot of people really liked that. So, so the mini hangers were definitely a nice hit. Um, and it was, it was just really fun to see like how people responded to my work too. Even if there wasn't a stranger who bought someone like something like that's not, that was never the point of it. The whole point of me making this goal for myself was because I love being crafty. I love being creative and expressing myself in that way. I've really taken to macrame in the past like couple years. Like I like doing other things too. And I, I hope to be doing like stained glass, more stained glass soon or making more little propagation stations and things like that. But it was so nice to just kind of run with this and put it out there and have this goal so that I am consistently making. I came up with lots of different ideas. I came up with just like sometimes I'll look up a design, like a, a video on YouTube to learn a few knots and then I'll kind of riff on that. But I did so many just off the dome designs and that was really fun, just being fully creative and, and comfortable in my skill with the macrame. So yeah, and being passionate about something. You know, yes. we always talk about da- work. daily <laughs> habits and and having hobbies and how important that is. And that's you diving into hobbies and also 
making it a joyful thing for other people by vending it and yes. giving others opportunities. And maybe this opportunity didn't come to a stranger and that's okay. But right. you met your goal of facing a fear that you know that you wanted to put yourself out there and put your art out there and you did that. And that's really important, really powerful. And I'm proud of you. Thank you, babes. I appreciate it so much. So I'm feeling really good. I'm looking for my next vending opportunity, potentially at Stellwagen, potentially somewhere else. So if you got any ideas, hit the DMs. Hit the DMs. <laughs> we definitely appreciate it. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited to see where I continue taking this. It, it was It was really cool. Really cool to kind of meet that point and then it's like all right now what now, now what, what? I do <laughs> now next time you're gonna vend again and you'll have even more exactly. product you know exactly I might be I yeah I might have more variety in what I'm selling and things like that and showing off because I love crafting period like I get it from my dad my dad has gone through so many hobbies in his life he's just like yep love this gonna buy all the things that I need to do this I'm gonna make a million awesome projects I won't sell them because I don't understand the value of that and then I'm gonna move on to the next thing and forget about that so that's why I'm now doing stained glass because he's he's done with his his hobby of stained glass so <laughs> definitely excited to see where this goes for sure I love that for sure thank well, you good thank for you. you baby thank you proud of you <laughs> facing fears yes and and I'm not the only one facing fears here. Yes, I I was going to joke and say I traumatized myself. Oh, God. No, I didn't traumatize myself. I did <laughs> I a really cool not. thing. And I spoke publicly about my eating disorder that I had. That's nothing to be ashamed of. It's something I'm actively working on. And I'm really proud of myself. And yes, I... Woo, was that a doozy of a roller coaster ride of emotions um, during recording, after recording, writing up the post that I wanted to post, making the graphic with our graphic designer, shout out, uh, shout out Alexa. Um, yeah. I was so nervous putting it up. And then of course, like your ego gets in the way and you're like, oh, uh, how many likes did I get? Or how many comments did I get? Mm -hmm. And that's all bullshit. Like I did this so... I put myself out there exactly. and that was, that was the point of, of fully, if I publicly said it, you know, I was stepping into fully admitting it to myself, even though I already have accepted and, and brought awareness around it in my life, but it just makes it more concrete. It was for you. Yeah. It was for me. It was, it was taking this space and not only doing it for you, but doing it for every other person that's struggling with this or doesn't even realize they're struggling with this. Like you taking this space to be so vulnerable and open with yourself and with the little community we're building around this podcast is so powerful, is so valuable. And like big praise to you, babes, because you. like that takes a lot. And it's and and you're helping to normalize talking about issues right you know like and I don't even like the word eating disorder you know yeah. like it's I don't know another word for disorder I mean, but I it's like, just like no. I, it's your relationship with food exactly I like how you talked about like you struggle with food love or you struggle with like I like I think that's how you put it food love and I thought that was like a really like it it takes away this like almost like demonizing factor to mm. it you know because, like, we're women who were raised in America. Like, the fact that people come out of that not having eating disorders, like, is a miracle, yeah. you know? So it's like we need to stop acting like this is a disorder. 
it's like, no, this is like trauma-based thinking because of society that we are trying to unlearn here. Because of society, because of your childhood, because of things that have been instilled in your brain just from experiences in your life. And that's really what I wanted to focus on, not even about the eating disorder, just being open and honest about things that I've been struggling with, that I have realized and been made aware of by myself. And I want to share my experience on that in hopes of helping someone else maybe get comfortable in their own skin or recognizing and bringing awareness to around a issue in their life. And I already had um, a bunch of people reach out and, you know, share their stories that I'm so grateful that they even shared, you know, just to feel like you're not alone. And that's exactly what was the message in, in recording that episode is you're not alone everyone's going through something, whether it's an eating disorder or not, you don't know what's going on in someone's life. And I just want to extend a handout to know that I am, I am there struggling right there with you and that's okay. And I think you saying like, you don't know what people are going through. Like it's so valuable beyond what any of our humans will understand because, you know, in addition to putting yourself out there and being vulnerable, like there are other things going on in your life and you are still showing up not only for yourself, but hopefully for other people in turn and mm. doing that. And like beyond what I already said, like that is strength, Kath. And Thank like, you. Like that is so valuable and that is something that should never be undermined. Thank you. Of course. I love you. I love you. We faced our fears. We Let's get things. into some fun stuff. Okay, so Kathy had this lovely idea that she wanted to talk about some pet peeves. And then I was like, well, can we talk about like sparks and like things that make you feel like hyped and alive? Daisy always keeping us alive with positivity. <laughs> I mean, I'm a Daisy. I'm wearing a Daisy shirt. I'm wearing Daisy earrings. I have a Daisy tattoo. That's, that's just who I am. It's just who she is. <laughs> yeah, so I thought it would just be fun to talk about some pet peeves and unique pet peeves and awkward encounters that we all go through in daily lives. And on the flip side of that, because, you know, we're not negative Nancy's, but it's okay <laughs> to recognize negative things in your life. Yes. Uh, we wanted to talk about things that make you feel jazz, things that make you feel alive. Um, but let's get into the pet peeves because that's more fun in my opinion. Yes. Hurley, chime in at any time if you have a pet peeve. Or right. like we'll do. resonate with something that we say, please. Okay. <laughs> One of the first ones I want to say it, for a an awkward encounter is how fucking weird are elevators? <laughs> elevators started, are no. the most uncomfortable experiences you could ever go through. It's either, and like, even if it's not like, I don't know, like super uncomfortable, but like, think about it. Everyone goes into this random box that teleports <laughs> to another place. And, and then you all sit there and stare at the wall or, their, or, or your phone or their feet or their feet. <laughs> and you're both looking at each other, but pretending you're not looking at each other. And then sometimes people will actually try talking to you. And that's like, no go for me. Like, don't, don't talk to me in an I'm elevator. I'm not alive here. Please. Unless, unless I came in the elevator with you. Don't talk to me in an elevator. You're looking at each other in an elevator. Yeah. Isn't or, everyone just like staring at the door? At the door. That's like true. if anyone's looking at another person. Well, that's you know weird. what I you know what I mean? Like I'm so, already concerned. So in my apartment complex, like I'm not like staring into somebody's eyes. What I'm saying is like I'll be looking at their shoes or like their outfit. Oh, okay, and like okay. you're like right. grazing like their outfit. Their vibe. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. That's what I mean. I'm not like I'm over. staring directly Dude. into your eyes early. <laughs> this literally Next started. time I go into an elevator, I'm doing it. Oh, <laughs> this literally started when Kathy and I were getting out or or at her apartment and like getting out of her elevator. She, she's like, elevators are so weird. Dude. They're so weird. And everyone just goes like, 
uncomfortable. The, the, another but you're pet, right, Hurley. Everyone's always staring at the door because I've, everyone's it's just like, like an unspoken rule. Get yeah. me out of here, please. Or, or <laughs> I look at the numbers flipping. Yes, mm -hmm. always. Okay, so I I got in an elevator today. I don't usually go in elevators during my work. I was dropping off something downtown, and it's a very old building, so it's a very old elevator. So I like am waiting for the elevator, like two minutes to get to the basement. And I was like, okay, like you're slow, I guess. I get in the elevator and it like, you hear a sound, but it's not moving yet. And you hear the sound for a good like five seconds before it actually starts lifting. And I'm like, okay, this thing is working overtime. Am I about to get stuck in an <laughs> I elevator? I was concerned. And then somebody else got into the elevator and I instantly go, this is a bit of an old elevator, huh? Because I'm scared. <laughs> You're one of the talkers. And then, I, and then I literally- She's a talker. In my head, I go, oh my gosh, Kathy would hate me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like here I am trying to make small talk with a random person and they were you know they were friendly enough I don't know they probably giggled or said something I don't know but it was enough and then it was quiet and I was like I wish I never spoke <laughs> I wish I never spoke I take everything back <laughs> this also ties into elevators but when you're getting out of an elevator and then someone comes into the elevator and then you guys are like both standing in front of each other and then you do the awkward dance of like oh, going left yeah. but you both go left and then you both go right and you're like oh fuck yeah well that's where it's like you gotta let the people off first yeah before you get it that's another unspoken rule Unspoken yeah, rule. Definitely yeah. an unspoken rule. Unspoken rules. All right, let's see. What's the next one? Uh, an another one for me is this is a random one for me with vacuums. Okay, <laughs> I've lived with a lot of roommates in my life, and I've had some roommates in my life that will use your vacuum and they don't organize the cord like on the vacuum. And I don't know why that like <laughs> grinds my gears so much. Cause I'm like, you can't take 30 seconds out of your goddamn life to just wrap the vacuum cord up. Also, it's like satisfying wrapping the vacuum Me, cord that's up. That's what I right? think. Like correctly. Yeah, like it's, wrapping wires it, in general. It fits so nicely. They have the little like things. So it like wraps yeah. nice. It's pleasant. Maybe I'm just weird. <laughs> what do you What do you think about vacuums? Nothing. Um, <laughs> Probably no opinion. <laughs> I mean, I think that would annoy me too. Yeah. That kind of reminded me of like, I feel like I know some people might or may not be currently living with them that don't exactly <laughs> know how to like organize a dishwasher. Oh, that's another like, one. It goes that's like plate, plate, one. plate, plate, plate in one roll. Yeah. Bowl, 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 bowl. But they're just like, eh, there's space. Just put it there. Okay, do you That's do they're wild. Do you do I, bowls on the top shelf or the bottom shelf? I do plates on one row on the bottom shelf and then bowls on one row. Okay. Bottom shelf, top shelf is all like cups and stuff. Top shelf we do cups, Tupperware and bowls. Wow. Whoa. I'm not privileged enough to have a dishwasher, so oh. this is we'll not get a there, current babe. issue we'll get that there, I'm babe. dealing with. <laughs> well, I'm sure you're pissed off that when your roommates don't do their dishes. Oh. Sorry to add you guys. <laughs> Big time. Shout out my roommates. Do the dishes. No, I'm just kidding. I could do the dishes more. Y'all, I, I know I can. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone do their dishes more, okay? <laughs> do your dishes. That's a good one. This next one's you, baby. Yeah, no. Kathy put this down for me. I hate when people take my lighters. I have such Who takes your lighters? Gavin, <laughs> my roommates. Gavin. Gavin. This is for our, me my this is for our 420 friendly folks. Oh my gosh. I oh God. I ranted to Kathy for like a good five, like a month ago or something, because I was driving and like headed somewhere and I was like, oh my gosh, there's literally no lighter in here. Like, what is the problem? Well, tell them, tell them like the week before you had gotten a lighter because you had no lighter. Yeah, no. So she put it in her car. Yeah. I literally put one there. So it was always there and then told this specifically to Gavin. <laughs> I was like, Hey, 
this is my car lighter. I'm going to keep it over here. It's always going to be there and you're not going to take it. He's like, groovy, got it. This is when he, before, he just got a car recently. So he was borrowing my car every once in a while. Took it. Took it and any other lighter that was in there because I know it was more than one. I'm like, cool. Sounds great, but like, are you kidding me? I know, I know he did it accidentally. <laughs> oh my Love God. you, Gav. We're putting you on blast. So I know he did it accidentally. Yeah. But like, honestly, I wish he did it being like, <laughs> fuck her. <laughs> I wish he was just like, you know what? I'm going to piss her off. Bruh, that oh, I can't take this lighter. Snatched. I would have accepted it better if it was a mindful <laughs> steal. It was mindless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that oh really grinds your gears. It's big time, clearly. Still heated about it. Still upset. <laughs> this one really, really, it's a, it's, it's a common problem for all of us guys. It's yeah. really fucking annoying. This goes in general for everything I'm about to talk about, but how fucking annoying is it? How quickly avocados go bad? I get an avocado and by the time I go to use it, like the next day, it's gone. Yeah, dude. It's gone. It's absurd. It's actually absurd. And I will get like organic ones thinking I'm like doing something for myself and they will be hard still. And I'm like, okay, it's been a couple days. Like, you should probably be good. I cut into it. It's like, it's Rotten. like all brown all through. It's like striated brown. I'm like, why? Can someone tell me why? Just vegetables <laughs> going bad too quickly in general. Like, Seriously. why do you have to do that to us plants? For real. I don't like it. Cabbage and broccoli last pretty well. Really? Shout out cabbage and broccoli. <laughs> shout out. <laughs> shout out. <laughs> it's a big shout out episode, guys. Shout out cabbage and broccoli. If you want a shout out, hit us up. We'll shout you out. <laughs> yeah, bananas Unless you're the fucking, same way. Yeah, bananas True. too. True. But see, I'm a big banana bread person, so I kind of like it because I'm like, the blacker the blacker the banana, the better for banana bread. So oh. true. So true. And that, it's yeah. the sweeter. It's, yeah. Exactly. You want like it's all the full black bananas for banana bread. Nice. Yeah. The browning is all like the sugars in it coming out. Just so quick good. side note, bananas and avocados, fuck you. You're not getting a shout out. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. Because everyone already knows you're dank and that's why we're mad that you don't last long enough. So no shout outs. <laughs> no shout outs. Um, another one that I think you brought up, Kath, but I definitely resonate with is, oh no, maybe I brought it up, breaking in new shoes. No, this was you. <gasps> I will avoid <gasps> nice shoes for so long because I'm like, mm -mm, nope, it's not gonna happen. I'm going to hate this within 10 minutes and I'm not gonna do it. So I like have a bunch of shoes that I don't wear. Specifically, I love their aesthetic, but Vans slide on shoes, like the checkered ones, will forever murder your feet. Yeah, like I don't care how long you wear them, I will always get blisters. I will always get blisters on the top of my feet. And now I just rock socks with them because I'm like, yeah. No, it just yeah. hurts too much. See, you got it. I always ro rock socks, period. 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 End of story. Sandals it. included? No. <laughs> Are you a shoebie? I guess I'm, that's not the end of the story. I do not wear them with sandals. <laughs> no, even s Vans, like, tie-ups. Gavin got me some. And Doc Martens, you have to break in. So frustrating. Yeah, no. I don't like breaking in new shoes, but, like, it's so worth it because shoes are cute as hell. But oh, can we just be more comfy, maybe? That'd be cool. Speaking of shoes, <laughs> how fucking annoying is it when people step on the back of your shoe while you're walking? That's one of my biggest. Does that happen frequently? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow, you got some aggressive walkers following you. Oh, yeah. Oh Actually, Olivia. Like, I could see if you're playing, like, a basketball game or something <laughs> and just happens to... 
Oh no, like I remember like I don't know, like in like malls or like Dude, walking out of a movie theater. I got a story for this one. Someone in my wow. elementary school stepped on You're making me the feel back. crazy. Really. <laughs> <laughs> He's like this doesn't happen. No, somebody in my elementary school, someone stepped on the back of their flip-flop and they tripped and they chipped their front tooth. <gasps> yeah, and it was like a, it wasn't like a baby tooth. It, that was their grown tooth. Jeez. Yeah, Ouch. because someone stepped on their flip-flop. Uh Olivia and I went for a walk the other day and she did it once and I was like being calm, cool, collected, calm, cool, collected. And then she did it twice. I'm like, bitch. <laughs> I was Wait, like, that's another thing. <laughs> Wait, you were going on a walk and she was behind you? Yeah. Why? <laughs> <laughs> well, Kathy's a power walker. I am. I am why. the problem. I'm, I'm the problem. I'm often being like, Kathy, come come back. All of my friends, like I have to actively think about slowing down when I'm walking with my friends, especially Olivia. Olivia will always be like, slow the fuck down. Like, what are you doing? Well, yeah. that's a pet oh peeve, slow walkers. Yes. Yeah, there you go. That's Thank you, cool. Hurley. <laughs> Speed it the fuck up. Where are you going? I'm chilling. I'm not going anywhere. Where are you going? <laughs> I got shit to do, man. Well, it's the worst in the grocery store. Oh. oh People don't know valid. where things are. They're just yeah. like nonchalantly looking for things. It's like it's in like, the no. middle of the aisle. Get your, get your bread and leave. <laughs> get your get bread and go. <laughs> just like people who don't have a sense of like- Their surroundings. Their surroundings in general. Mm -hmm. Like if you're like passing somebody like, okay, they're on the right, I'm gonna pass them on the left. And then like they start going left and you're like, what the fuck are you doing? Just hold your ground, stay stay your course. I can, I can navigate around you if you just chill out. Honestly, I really love our positivity at all times, but this feels so good talking about all of this negative shit. It's okay to talk about negative shit. How long shit. do we want to make this episode? I know, because we Wait, could where really are we off. at? 24, we're doing great. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> okay, this next one I added because of yesterday. I am a white bitch who I think is actually allergic to the sun. And I get sunburned while I drive around sometimes, and it's really, really annoying. I'm like, like just one arm. Yeah. The yeah, one by the window. My shoulder is burnt. And so his, this hand was very itchy this morning from my sunburn. It's See, just from like my hands holding the wheel and then whatever arms, like my left arm, I guess, whatever arm. If I'm driving, it's my left arm is in the window. <laughs> Awful. Dude, I totally feel that because I am Irish, Norwegian, and German. So therefore, <laughs> I literally never tan. I get red and then I get white again. The only reason it looks like I have some color, AKA I don't have any color. No one's saying I have color, but I'm saying I have color <laughs> because I use this after shower, like tan lotion. That's oh, like yeah. for after the shower when you're still wet. Right. So I'm like, damn, I look tan. I'm white as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> we all white as fuck here. Yeah. We are white as fucking privileged and we know it. <laughs> oh my God. What's next? Uh, oh, well, another thing I wanted to say was even if you're not white as fuck, still wear sunscreen because you're still burning. Even if, even if you've got melanin in your skin, maybe you need to look up like a different kind of uh, sunscreen that's like better for black skin and things like that. But y'all need it too. Don't get burned. Don't. Everybody, everybody needs sunscreen. Yeah. I'm going to rebuttal you though and be like, don't tell people what to do, Daisy. I mean, obviously not, but I don't want anyone going out and like getting skin cancer because they think that yeah, their skin will protect I know where your heart's them, at. You know? I, I'm, I think, I'm, I think I'm just in like negative mode trying to be like, <laughs> You're like nah, fuck that. No, <laughs> let them do what they want. <laughs> do what you want. Oh, okay. This next one was me. I, I do virtual meetings still like a lot. And sometimes <laughs> I'm in the same room as somebody else. And I am forever dealing with mic issues. Like, I try to talk, but then echoes and like blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, 
I'm done with this. I've been dealing with this for two years. I'm so done with virtual meetings and mic nonsense. Like, That's literally all of our meetings. Every single time there's an issue. And I wouldn't even say just like, I don't know if you said like Google Meet or something, but whatever. any meeting like yeah. Zoom, Google Meet, Microsoft Teams, whatever you're using, there's always an issue. Somebody's sound doesn't work. And then you have to go to a permission settings and then you don't know what you're doing. And then two people have, have laptops up and then there's this big echo and then it screams. And uh, honestly, <laughs> I think it's funny that you brought this up because one of my, one of the owners of our company just despises Zoom in general now because he's like, there's always a fucking problem. <laughs> like, Literally. It, and it's so really true. Are. It's really so are. true. Like they were good while they lasted, but can we not anymore? Speaking of work-life stuff, for me, reply all emails and it can go either way. Mm -hmm. So in our company, we have like promotion emails that go to the entire company and you're not supposed to reply all because it's like nobody wants to see you being like, congratulations. Right, right. Um, and then, so if you do reply all when you're not suppo supposed to reply all, but on the flip side, when there's like 10 people on an email thread who are supposed to be on that email thread and you just send one email to one person. Why are you being sneaky? Why are you doing that? Sketchy. Well, like, it's funny if like, okay, maybe you are trying to be sneaky and like email them on the side, but like people who accidentally do it when it should be distributed to all of these people with the information. Right. And I'm like, Where what are just, you like, doing? Not paying attention. <laughs> just moving too quick. Always. <sighs> all right. These two can just like be like coupled together because this is house stuff. Toilet paper on the wrong way. Leaving Bro. the lights on. Hurley, which way is the wrong way? Under or over. Which way is the wrong way? For toilet paper. Under or over. How do you hang your toilet paper? It goes over. Yep. Genius. You never want a mullet where mm. it goes backwards. <laughs> oh, have you never have you never seen that? No. It's like a it's like a meme on on social media. It's on I, the internet yep, somewhere. It makes sense. No toilet paper mullet. No mullets. <laughs> it goes forward. Don't it fuck does. it up. It absolutely does. Hey, I'd rather at least go on the spool, though. Yes. I've dealt with that, too. That's like <laughs> Not naming any names. Baseline effort, people. Like, come on, y'all. We can all put it on the thing. If, if you got one, put it on there. Please. Please. <laughs> Please. And leaving the fucking lights on. I've had enough. Mm. Yeah, no, I'm big. I mean, I think Mark and I are dad. really good at that, actually. I think that's my dad, like... Try, being like, stop wasting my money. <laughs> so the that's only, ingrained in me too. The only time I leave lights on is I leave a light on for Mark when he comes home at four in the morning because I'm a good roommate. That's adorable. Because I love him. Because you love him. Um, this but then me. honestly, Mark, you never turn it off. So turn it the fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Pet peeve. <laughs> this one I, I wrote on my way here. When a cop is on the road. Oh my God. And you decide to get tense about it because they're behind you even though you're doing nothing wrong. I could literally mm -hmm. be going 15 miles an hour. I see a cop. I'm like, I'm fucked. So instantly. Why am I fucked? One, I'm, I'm a... I'm a white privileged woman. I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm going and 50 even, miles an hour and I'm probably not high in that moment. And even <laughs> if they did pull you over, like what's going to happen? What are they going to do? You know? What are you going to do? But it's like cops <laughs> are just like, it just instantly gives me, I like grip my <laughs> steering wheel tight and my shoulders go up. And that makes me a worse driver when I'm all stiff. I notice myself like swaying more and then I'm like, now I'm looking like an idiot. Now I'm giving him a reason to find, like look at me. And you just like it's act so normal when head. they pass yeah. by you. Yeah, I'm like, I'm chill. <laughs> I'm not gonna turn my head at all. 10 and two. <laughs> 10 and two, baby, 10 and two. That reminds me of, there's a fear called Krogerphobia. What is oh. that? That is the fear of leaving a store without buying anything, but going through those like, <laughs> yeah. those radar Kroger things phobia. that will go off if you did steal something. Oh but you don't have anything, you're just afraid that people so think you funny. stole something. I, I do that in my head all the time. I'll like touch something 
then I'm like, they're going to think I took this in my hand now. So I have to like stretch my, I have to do something <laughs> Very that visually shows put it. it yeah. back. I've like accidentally <laughs> stolen like, like the stuff that goes like on the bottom of your shopping cart. So like, I'll get like, oh, I have a cat, yeah. so I get like cat litter or like the toilet paper thing will be down there. And I've had a time where like, I forgot to pay for it and I walked out and like nothing happened. And then I'm like going to pack up my car and I'm packing it up. And I was like, I'm a thief. <laughs> I robbed Target. <laughs> but you're not going back in to pay Fuck for no. it. No. Of course not. I got my $18 There's toilet a, paper. You know, some places now have like a mirror or something at the bottom so that they can see it. Oh, that's smart. Like on the opposite side or whatever. Yeah. That's smart. Apparently my Target doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, clearly not. And usually Target's like a little more anal about that stuff. So you got away with that. Uh, crimes there. I'm, I'm sure I'm they're a, rolling in their graves after that $15. <laughs> they're coming after me. Just All right. How many more? What, oh. is, what is it called? Oh, no. A kleptomaniac. I'm a yeah, klepto. That's you. <laughs> um, this one I thought of earlier. When a bad memory ruins a song. Ooh. <sighs> like when you can't disassociate. Like, like. You have like good memories with the song and then maybe something happens like with a person you had that memory with or like with the spot that you had that or memory movies with or, or a TV totally, show. Exactly. I feel that songs. heavy. But like songs, I think, hurt me more. Yeah. It's like I just want to listen to this like three to five minute thing that makes me feel good. And it makes me feel awful now. What about those times where like you've literally like running up the hill by Kate Bush? Running up the hill. It's been in my head literally for yes, it it's going to be in the, my head for the rest of my life. I'll never stop singing it. <laughs> Anyways. But when you're when you like have been like stuck on this song or like stuck in this story or trying to tell somebody something yeah. about an instance. And like it's like something that you thought about for so long and then you go to give the information to someone and you're just have a total brain fart and you're like, what the fuck was I talking oh. about? What is their name? Like, what is that song? What is that lyric? Like, what was what was the message I was trying to convey that I've been thinking about and I know I know what I'm <laughs> thinking about? And then of course, when you like leave, then you remember. Of course, because brains are rude. <laughs> brains are rude. Rude as fuck. They really are. They really, really are. They'd be rude as hell. Um... Oh, and the last one that I just added earlier after receiving an email is when people don't do their own jobs but decide they should do yours instead. Oof. Can you tell that's a charged statement? That one's charged. <laughs> and honestly, we were trying to like not direct these towards people, but that one's no, a that direct one's hit. Fully charged. That's a direct hit Full from charge Daisy. ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry. But like if a kiddo only gets supports from me, then maybe let me do my job for to support them. Yeah, person. I don't know. I don't know. We're gonna leave it there. <laughs> we're gonna leave it there. Yeah, and, we added you, whoever you are. And now we're gonna switch gears and go to um, things that make us feel alive. Things that make us feel alive. Like give you that little like gut like spark or like f like full body chills like that make you like, the ooh. the moments where you're just sitting there and you're like. Damn, I'm happy to be alive. Like, yes, this is what I live for. Yeah, like, I, I mean, I, I'm i very open about it. I struggle with depression. And, you know, there's times that you want to give up, but we won't give up. Nope. But so when you have those small moments of, like, feeling alive or feeling jazz, like, it's like, damn, I'm so happy I didn't give up. Seriously. You know? It's like, this is why I get through the chaos, because of this peaceful, content moment. I think and we should... Appreciation. Let's start out with... Um, Random text from someone you haven't heard from in a while. Love that. Love that. Honestly, always makes me feel so loved and special. And then there's always like the like 
bad parts of my brain that then feel guilty for not having been talking to mm. them. But it's like, let's not let those overtake this really sweet moment that my homie is trying to create. Like, right. One, one time, uh, actually do this again. Cause it actually brought me a bunch of joy and I was spreading joy, but yeah, I know what you're going to say. I know. Cause you can read my mind. <laughs> uh, one, one time I did a day of just like texting the most important people in my life and telling them like why I love them or like a special thing about them that I've recognized about them. And it was so much fun just like texting people and being like, hey, I just wanted to tell you that I love you and you're awesome. And like when you do that thing, it's really fucking cool. And just like how much joy you brought in those like however many hours you spend doing I'm it. literally like, smiling right now, like thinking about it. I need too, to do that dude. again. Round two of, of happy text coming. <laughs> of cap check-ins. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, well, This no, is a cap check-in. Really... You're really fabulous <laughs> and you should never forget it. I love it. That brings so much joy, dude. Um, oh, I'm just going to jump around on this now. Okay. Um, Tasty delights Ugh. bring me joy. So much joy. Shout out to Julia for giving me that phrase. Especially when like you're craving something and then you finally get it. Oh Ugh. my gosh. Yeah, so fulfilling. Like fulfilling that sweet craving. It doesn't even have to be sweet. It's just like kind of like a snack-esque moment with something delicious. A little snacky. Oh, so good. I love, I love snacks. That's why we do snack pack episodes. Shout out next week. Shout out next week. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> Um, yeah. I always talk about this one, but it's just moments mm. at concerts or a festival or an event that you're at where you're at with your friends, whether it be a barbecue or a music festival or a day drink or a concert or whatever else you're into. Like those moments where you're just fully embracing the present moment and not worrying about whatever the fuck else is going on in your life. Yes. And like you look around and... And I, I'm just a big festival person. So of course I'm thinking of those because I always have those at every festival where like... Your all of your friends are right with you and like everyone's enjoying themselves looking around and then you like look up at the sky and fireworks go off and then you see like this people fall in love next to you and, and then, then like the bass drops and then the bass drops and you're like, oh my God, I'm going to melt and I love my life. Oh. And you just have that moment where you're like, fuck, it is so good to be a human sometimes. I have a picture of myself. I don't remember who took it, but it's from Mystery Land, and I'm in a smiley face shirt, and I'm like mid head bang, but you can see the cheese like smile through my hair going crazy. And it is that moment like it surrounded by the homies, like awesome bass drop, end the night, like lights going crazy. And I was just like, oh, I love that picture so much. Really, I'm sure you have it, but you have that at like shows while you play, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm hmm. I love that it goes on both sides. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, damn, this is a special moment. Truly. And also, like, I'm sure from, like, a DJ perspective, you know, like, you've worked so hard for this. And then you finally, like, start getting into doing DJ gigs. And now you're consecutively doing DJ gigs. And I'm sure you're super proud of you. And I'm super proud of you, too. <laughs> oh, you baddie. <laughs> Nobody cry. Nobody cry. No tears here. Moving on. How cool is seeing animals? <sighs> okay. <laughs> I love when dogs come up to me or I, but you always ask to pet somebody's dog. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You always ask. You're going to laugh at me. I was eating some food before I came in earlier, like in the like, park and you saw area. a dog and didn't tell me. No, I saw a rat and it was really cute. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Maybe not a rat. <laughs> maybe not a rat. I literally was like. Daisy's heart extends to all creatures. <laughs> Honestly, I saw it. And at first I thought it was a chipmunk. And then I go, oh my gosh, I think that was a rat. So I walked closer to double check and it was totally a rat. But, but how cute is when you was... see like a little chipmunk scurry? Oh my gosh. I mean, so cute. Let's be real. But like 
The rat was so cute, guys. I'm not even going to act like it wasn't. Yeah. I'll give you that. <laughs> Thank you. I used to have pet rats as a kid, too. So, like, I was Oh, so you have a special place in your heart. I really do. My mom was absolutely afraid of rodents, so I was never allowed to get, like, a hamster or a gerbil really? or any of those. I could get lizards. I could get a cat. Wow. I could get a dog. I would expect lizards would be the spooker. I had, I had one. Um, oh, my God. I'm having that pet peeve moment where I forget what they're called. Bearded dragon, boom! Mm. Thank you, brain. I had a bearded oh. dragon named uh, Timmy. Oh, that's so cute! Yeah, wait, I love that. I never had any reptiles. Like uh-huh. that. I, I didn't know I named. I named uh, my bearded dragon after Timmy Gorham. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to me! I, kn- I knew you'd I come into that. my life. I love it. That's that's it. You just knew. <laughs> and also, I love. I live in an apartment complex that like faces the. Uh, what is it called courtyard and like cabana and pool area and so I can see all of the other apartments and I love love people watching but the best part is when you see like a little pupper or a little cat sitting in the window and I'm like what are you doing like what are you up to over there (laughs) they're so cute are you enjoying the view (laughs) I love it um another one that I thought of on my way over here was a thick baseline a thick, like a groovy, funky, deep, mm. loud bass line in songs. Oh my gosh. It just like, how can you not groove to that? Like that hits me like deep in my bones. Why, why did when you said that, <laughs> why did when you said that my mind went straight to play that funky music white boy? <laughs> I mean, that's got a, cool. dancing, They've got dancing, a good bass line. That's why the it's like a classic bass line. I, I just, I love a good nasty dirty bass i love a good synth like mm. the entire stranger things soundtrack yeah. is just my oh, life yeah my that's life so great i wish that was like my like narrative of me like walking down the road just like just, running like, up the hill i really All can't right. stop saying how many more song. do we got we got a couple more oh i think that's it you're, pep, you're another another one's countdown to school ending aka tomorrow hell yeah she's a teacher and then i have 70 days off wow i know i like crazy Honestly, a lot of the time I'm like, I don't know how teachers do it. They don't get enough credit. Like we always say that. I personally could not be a teacher. I don't have the patience for it. But when you get around to your last day of school and you got 70 days off, I'm like, damn, it must be nice to be a teacher. That's how I do it. That's how I do it. See, not at the finish line. (laughs) Oh, 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 this was the other one. The last one is, uh, which really was the reason why I wanted to do things that make me feel alive, are like the small little details in everyday life. So my dad like taps into this stuff a lot. My dad really likes making these little like, um, they're like kind of like terrariums or just like little like plant setups that he'll put in these shallow dishes. And it's a bunch of plants that you'll see normally in like full size in their miniature baby versions. And it looks like a little like fairy world. It's so pleasant. Or like little engravings in like people's mailboxes or like little stones. Like the little filigree that people will put on like the side of their houses or like that's on old houses that most people like don't even notice. Or like my dad doesn't mow over like different clusters of clovers like for like regular clovers but I'm always looking for the four leaves for the bees he leaves them for the bees and I'm like those little like details those little thoughtful things that people put in that other people just get to like appreciate is so cool like a sculpture in the woods or like those painted rocks people leave around like I love that those are just like little moments of purity to me I or just like the little decors that you can like find around like a 
I don't know, like a cool diner or a cool yes. restaurant. Yes, absolutely. I, I love all of that. That is just, that's like where it's like, even when you're caught up in the chaos of living and everyday life, it's like, here's this like cute little pleasant thing to just be like, oh, that's nice. Even that's if nice. everything else sucks, like that's nice. You're so good <laughs> at like pointing out those things. Mm, thank you. The small little, little things that make you happy. <laughs> Our friend Miranda, when we were, when I went and visited her in Arizona, I think I told you this, she, <laughs> when we kept seeing all these crazy landscapes, I was like, amazed I was like oh my gosh look at this look at that did you see this blah 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 she was just like I love your childlike sense of wonder yes that's ex that's a perfect de definition <laughs> and I'm like I can't lose that because that is what brings me joy in life is like that attention to those little things that are so easy to forget or, or overlook when you're in the chaos of day-to-day -day living I feel as if all joy comes from that when you, you know, tune into that like inner child feeling. Yes. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. I love feeling alive. <laughs> well, there you have it, folks. There's a lot of negative pet peeves out there, but there's a lot of cool shit that makes you feel alive. Absolutely. Tap yeah. into what you want to tap into. You know, it's all out there for you. Yeah. Do you have anything else to add, Hurley? Uh, Anything that makes you feel alive? Only other thing is a nice warm breeze. Ooh. Like the calm before the storm. Yes. Ooh, I love that. Yeah, like right before it's about to storm. Or that yeah. moment when you're sitting on the beach and like you just like are looking at the sunset happening and then you feel like this nice breeze go by and then you hear seagulls like, mm. what? Yeah. why am I forgetting the Cawing? word again? Calling? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My brain is really fucking me call? up right now. Call! <laughs> Whatever noise seagulls make, <laughs> chirping. Truly I'm gonna say though, chirp. I love like like that specifically, but also right before a storm, like the heaviness that is in the air. You can like feel it. Yeah, you can feel the humidity. Listen to it blowing through the leaves. Yeah. Oh yeah, and the, the smell of rain. Mm -hmm. oh. So nice. Like yeah, we'll stay alive for those things alone. <laughs> I love it. Hey, stay alive out there. Yeah. And figure out your pet peeves and what makes you feel alive because it's funny and fun. <laughs> I hope you guys resonated with some of that and could find some some truth in it all. We are at Rambling with Burbs, baby. Oh, we'll guys. See you next time. Please continue to be gentle with yourselves in the meantime. And we love you. Love you lots. Bye. Hey.